Your Ride is a podcast where I talk about joyfulness and the power of joyfulness. That deep-rooted inner human power that makes life fun, a little adventurous and very, very happy. Weekly and in 20 minutes max, I will explain you and I will help you how to unlock and unleash your joyfulness. So you can benefit too from the amazing opportunities and possibilities it will give you. For more information, please go to richarddixon.com or join me every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. I'm so glad you're here. Let's be joyfulness and let's do this. Hi, my name is Richard Dixon. Welcome to Joyride. And thank you for tuning in. So I'm finally launching this podcast. Took a while, but here it is. And I have to thank all of you out there. Because I cannot even come close to remember how often you guys have asked me to share the power of joyfulness with a broader audience. Logically, it was your eagerness to share your stories and experience the power of joyfulness brought you that has inspired me to explain more people how to live a life with confidence, intelligence and heart, fun to exploit creativity and the freedom to follow purpose. And you wonder maybe why it has taken so long to launch this podcast. Well, I have been, I've been busy with, with a lot of things and I thought that it wasn't the right time yet. But ultimately, you know, the last couple of months, you know, you don't have to be a wizard or whatever. You can see that the world is more or less in a crisis. And people come to me in anxiety and insecurity because of their future. And they also see the world is changing with, with lightning speed. And they ask themselves, why me? Why, why am I not heard? Why do I have the feeling I'm not enough? Or why am I not seen or appreciated? And logically, you know, not just by, with me, you know, they go looking for answers and solutions elsewhere as well. Because we all need that place where we can go for acceptance or for tolerance, kindness, quietness, appreciation, and even love, just for who we are. Not for what we have or, or what we do, but just for who we are. That we have a moment to pause and to consider, to reflect what matters to us most and, and what matters to the people I love most. How do I approach my life in, in, in this situation? Or my purpose, my talents, my happiness? And what are the effects and the implications to the people around me? So it's my hope that this can be it for you. Just for 20 minutes a week. And no matter where you are, no matter how you listen it, that it can be at least a place for you where you can pause and consider and reflect. And if you like and feel comfortable enough, you might go a little, a small step further and take the tips and ideas I give you from the power of joyfulness. And whatever you do and for whatever it's worth, I just want you to know that I'm here for you, unconditionally and unjudgmental. Because it's my hope that one day these conversations transcend to your life so you too can start to enjoy the beautiful opportunities, possibilities, for health, prosperity, and happiness, the power of joyfulness will give you. Now, I can imagine for anyone who is new to this, that you wonder what the power of joyfulness exactly, right? Well, the answer is straightforward and equally short as it is long. The power of joyfulness is the way the science and the process of systematically inducing joy to accomplish health 
prosperity and happiness. This process will run like a thread through all my podcasts and every week I will talk about another side of it, supported with real examples and anecdotes so, you know, if you like or your situation requires it, you can apply it. And this week I start by giving you two simple things to think about. The first one is about the saying that receive and to give are one in truth. Of course, beside the obvious, one can only give what he receives. This saying also has so many other meanings on NFX on so many other levels. But for today's purpose, I'll keep it very practical. So when I mention this to my customers or my students when they come the first time, I also ask them immediately, you know, what do you prefer? And the funny thing is, most of them immediately you know, if I ask them that, take a step back and they think, you know, this Dutch guy, you know, he's, he's, he's having here a, a trick question. Well, I can assure you it isn't. Because let's be honest, when asked so bluntly, we rather like to receive more than to give, right? Well, the more contradictory it sounds when studies have proven that we as humans have significant issues in receiving. Many explanations for that are given for this, right? This is uh, uh, psychological, uh, scientifically, and spiritual. But no matter where your preference lean to, you know, we don't have any problem by giving it. If by the end of the day, that is what we do. That is what we are. Uh, You just have to go back into your memory and remember times that you gave something, you know, for instance, I don't know, money to a homeless person or a donation to charity organization. Or maybe you gave some expertise for somebody in help or uh, somebody with in work or you gave energy in the form of a kindness by making someone's day and providing him a beautiful compliment. Now turn that around, that same situation, and feel your reaction if somebody would give you as simple as a compliment, and very often we would react to say, "Ah, you know, it was nothing, or, you know, don't mention it, or don't worry. And when that giving, to say so, starts, or is a gift, a, a true gift, you know, then there comes a mind game into play. Many people, and it's not me saying it, it's, it's, it's proven, they think, Well, hopefully it's not that nice, otherwise I have to give something very nice back. Or the other one is is even worse, you know, if you receive a beautiful present, they think, oh, that's beautiful. He or she must need something from me. You know, it's very often that there is a downsizing or generalizing at the moment we receive. Now picture this. You're invited to someone's housewarming party or a birthday party and, of course, obviously, you bring yourself a present for the person involved who's giving the party. And you got this this nice present, uh, beautifully wrapped in, in how you call it, uh, um, uh, gift wrap paper. And you walk into the house, meet the person, shake his hand. You know, that was in the time that we are allowed to shake hands. You give the hand and you say something like, well, hey, thanks for the invitation and congratulations. Well, this person takes your presence, looks at it, you know, from the other side, from above, from the side, and he gives it back to you. 
Well, it happened to me. <laughs> Honestly, it happened to me. And I can assure you, it was devastating. I remember the first time it happened. I think it happened in totally three or four times. It's incredible. I remember so vividly the first time. He gave it back and I thought, what the, how can you? And you can, well, you know, you fill in the blanks. Obviously, I never saw the person again. I took a beer, drink it up, and I left because it was devastating. It happens. But this is precisely what people experience when we downsize somebody's giving. And that doesn't matter if it's, you know, like in my case, a true gift or a compliment or some other form of giving. Once we start downsizing, this is the experience that people have. And how can we change that? Of course, I will kick in an open door now. It's quite simple. We can react like, oh, thank you very much for the gift or for the compliment. And thank you very much for, for your time and your money in buying it or in, in providing me in it. And how do you think? And it's, you know, if I ask, you know, how do you think that person, you know, would feel and experience? You would say, duh, logic. Of course, it has, of course, nothing to do with our capability or our ability to receive absolutely not it has all to do with our willingness to receive because every time we downsize someone's giving either that's a present or a compliment what we actually is doing are showing our degree in willingness of receiving does that make any sense to you and with that we come to the second question to think about how much am i willing to receive and think about it. The downsizing where we talked about, it's all about the degree of willingness. Is somebody allowed himself to receive as much as possible or just a little bit? Surely, in the first moment, anybody would say, well, I can receive anything, you know, anything you like. If we question a little bit deeper, we go layer for layer, most of the time, people surprise themselves that they have restrictions in receiving. So to make sure that you feel good about yourself and that you have a positive impact and a good contribution to the people around you, you know, the giving part, that is covered. We, we all know that. The only thing one can consider is to give freely. A meaning by that is, you know, without any reservations, judgment or second thoughts around it. And then if you want to step it up, the receiving part goes exactly the same way. Because we have that, the downsizing. We talked about that. Now we like to step it up. We're receiving it and we'd like to receive it just as much as we'd like to give. As much as we can, but also freely. Meaning we receive without reservations, without judgments and without Second, second thoughts or, or, or funky thoughts. Because if we do that, there is a bonus here. Once you start opening up on that path, meaning giving freely and receiving freely and as much as you can, you get exactly and probably even more back than you could ever possibly give. And after all, that's what we said in the beginning, to give and to receive are one in truth. And that's it for today. I know, I know, 
I can talk hours of this subject or any any subject for that matter, but I promise you I'll keep it within 20 minutes. So I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. And if you have any questions or you'd like to share experience with me or you have comments about today's topic, then please do so and just drop me an email and I'll be very, very pleased to answer to you. But for now, I thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. And remember, be joyfulness. Bye-bye.